Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today is the end of my four-part mini-series called Know Your Podcast, Know Yourselves, and I'm going to give you a simple two-question test of your web presence, which I think you will find enjoyable. Part one of the program was all about making sure that when someone stumbles across your show in places like the Apple Podcast slash iTunes directory, you'll look good. The show looks good. Part two was all about making sure if somebody does hit play that it sounds Find that the good branding opening a great first impression and also last impression. And part three was about removing the bad audio stuff from inside of your show. But today we'll wrap this miniseries with a talk about what happens for people who have not yet listened to podcasts. What about the 70 or 80% of the humans you will encounter every single day who say, yeah, I don't really listen to podcasts. I know about them because everybody knows about them, and I don't really listen. What's in it for me? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about not how you approach those people, but so that when one of those people encounters your web presence, you actually, you know, come across like a podcaster, and that's really the heart. So let's begin. Here's the two part. Here's the two question test, and we're going to start with your website itself. Most of my clients, as you know, are businesses, so I'm aiming this towards them, but anybody will get value out of this. You've got to have a website for your podcast. Really, you, you do. It's 2019. You need a website. Even if it's, if it's a simple little splash page, even if you're using the, the website that's automatically generated from your hosting company or a combination thereof, you need to have a web presence. You need to have that on, on a website. And the second part is social media. But I'm going to break them apart. Let's talk about your website right now. Here's the two part, there are two question tests. That's it. What I want you to do, sit down, Pull up your website, your company website, your personal branding website, your website, that thing that you do, your individual.com, as we like to say in the world. All right, pull that up. Go find somebody who works in your office. Hopefully they don't work for you, or if they do work for you, they'll give you an honest answer. But find somebody who works in your office, somebody who knows your field, somebody who kind of gets what's going on. Sit them down at your open website, your homepage of your website, and ask them a single question. Does it look like I have a podcast? Does it look like this website that I am looking at right now, that you are looking at right now, does it look like there's a podcast associated with it? That's a pretty simple question, right? But I will bet you, many of you listening to this right now might fail that test because you've buried it in an about section somewhere. Nowhere on your homepage does it show that you're a podcast, that you have a podcast. It just doesn't look that way. 
So make sure that it does. I'm not saying take over your entire homepage. Maybe podcasting is only a small portion of your business. That's fine. But you got to let the people who are coming to your website know that you've got a podcast. So question number one, does it look like you have a podcast? And if not, simple tweaks will do that. Adding the word podcast in your navigation bar could be enough. You could do a whole lot more than that, but it could be enough. So that's question number one. Question two, with that same exact person, now on your website, regardless of what they said, yes or no, now navigate to the podcast page on your website because you probably run a business and there's probably more to your business where you as a person than just having a podcast. So navigate to the podcast page, okay? So where your podcast is listed. And now ask the person to answer this question for you. Question number two. Is this page outcome-oriented? Now, what is the outcome you want for your podcast? You want someone to listen. You want someone to become a listener. So when they're on your podcast page, not your website, but on your website, the specific page about podcasting on your website, is it actionable? Is it designed to get someone to listen to your content? A lot of podcast, a lot of podcast web pages I see are designed to let people read content, but they do not make it easy to listen. So, is it designed so that someone can easily listen? Is that the outcome you're looking for with your podcast page on your website? Those are the two questions for your website. Now, let's talk about your social presence, because that's the second way people who may not currently be, in fact, likely aren't hardcore listeners to podcast, they might, and certainly not your podcast, but any podcast, they might stumble across your social presence. You have to have a social presence. It's 2019 almost, and we start posting content on social, and we, that's what we have to do. So do the exact same test. Number one, go to any of your properties. I don't care. LinkedIn? Fine. Tumblr? Whatever. Go to your social media property that you personally or your brand or your company's page on that social property and ask those same two questions. But number one, the profile itself. Does it look like there is a podcast associated with this person, this brand, this company? Is it in your bio? Does it, when you look at the random tweets or the random updates that you've put out there or the, the post, the status updates, do they at some point in time say podcaster or company has podcast? Not just sharing the occasional update that you have, not just the automatic sharing you're probably doing when you produce a new episode, but does your profile look like you are a podcaster, that your business has a podcast? Doesn't have to be front and center. But, you know, use that area. Make sure it looks. And, and you're going to have a tough time judging this. So have somebody do it for you. Sit that same person down. Here's my Twitter page. Does it look like I have a podcast? And if not, make the necessary modifications. Second part is very similar. The individual items that you are sharing, if you are, in fact, sharing anything at all about your podcast, is it action forward? Is it is the um, outcome that somebody would have when they engage with that piece of social content, you would get a listener. Is it designed to bring in listeners? I didn't say subscribers. I said listeners. 
Not all of the content you share should be about your podcast and say, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. No, it shouldn't be. A, a relatively small percentage likely should be about that. You've got to build your own credibility in your industry. You've got to share relevant things about your business outside of podcasting. But you should do something more than just sharing once about the podcast. And if you do share about your podcast, can someone actually listen right there from social? Did you make it easy for someone to listen to your content? Are you sharing an audiogram or something else that has, maybe that's good listening, maybe it's not? Do you know? Is it easy for someone to actually listen to your content from social? Not an easy thing to do. There you go. Two-part question. Number one, main overall. Does it look like, I, look like I have a podcast? Number two, when they figure out that I do have a podcast, do I make it easy to listen on my website and my social? And that's a wrap for the four-part series of Know Your Podcast, Know Yourselves. I'm glad you all watched this. Thank you very much. This also concludes the 2018 publication of Podcast Pontifications. I pulled out like 94 or something like that episodes, which is a great number. We're not coming back tomorrow, but we are coming back right after the first of the year with a whole bunch of new things planned, lots of great content. This is an unlimited well I've got here talking about the future of podcasting and ways to do podcasting better for you and your business and the things that you're trying to achieve. So I'm doing more of that, but I am taking off the next several days as we wrap the end of 2018. So you will not hear from me again until we are into the very first part of 2019. But I do certainly appreciate your listening. I love the love you've been sending me. Occasionally I get things retweeted and, and shared again. That's great and fine for those of you who've left reviews on various sources. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. People would love that as well. Um, if you want to share this with your friends, great. Podcast pontifications is where everything happens to be. And they'll be there again for the new year with lots of new, wonderful things coming. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I shall see you in 2019 for another Podcast Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion. 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.